you know, they they swung the trade for, for Dinwiddie, who was good for parts of it, but still didn't show that. Yeah, and then you have Brunson, who who uh, said no to the offer that the Mavs had given him, I think at the beginning of the year, I want to say. Um, and, and now the Knicks are coming in offering $100 million, which I yeah, can't wait. Which that. I can't wait for them to sign Jalen Brunson to a $100 million contract because that is going to be another Vinnie Curry. That's going to be another, like, terrible, terrible signing by the Knicks. Joke Noah, keep Noah trade, signing right there. It's, it's going to be awful because Brunson played lights out Especially in the playoffs, he played very good. But Brunson is not a hundred million dollar guy. I'm sorry, man. It would be like it's it's like giving Malcolm Brogdon a hundred million dollars. They're good players, and would they be great to have on your team as as a role player or maybe a fourth fourth option? Yeah, yeah. But when you pay a guy, but you got to pay him the fourth option type of money, which is exactly like your ten to eleven year eleven million a year. Two years, yeah, maybe, at, you know. At most, maybe $13 million a year, right? If you do, like, a four-year contract at $13 million a year, that's not anywhere close to $100 million. Correct, correct. You know, you're you're talking, like, near max money at $100 million now. You're talking $25 million a year, which is near max contract. Jalen Brunson is not a max – I don't know. But well, the other reason why they're going so hard for Brunson is because Brunson is a New Jersey native, right? Excuse yeah, me. He's from New Brunswick, so I mean, look, there's a couple of different things that are playing into the picture why they want him, but I definitely don't think he's worth it. No, I don't. I don't think so either. And then, I, like I said, I, I think another the the other like we were talking about with with uh, with Kyrie though, if he does go to Dallas, possibly offer and 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 to be honest with you, it's it, it's a solid package, but I don't think it moves. It doesn't move the needle too much, it, and it's they would have Dallas is going to have to give away players that they don't really necessarily want to get rid of. But for uh, someone who's not consistent, but I think a package consisting of Tim Hardaway Jr., Dorian Finney-Smith, and Dwight Powell or Maxi Kleber could be done to bring in Kyrie Irving to make the money match, but. But they just paid Finney. They just paid uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. Yeah, he's got. Well, he's, he's only making twelve point four million a year right now, and he's okay. he's been he's been pretty good. Tim Hardaway Jr. is a solid shooting guard. He's not a, he's not a great player, and Dorian Finney-Smith is is a nice player, but he's twenty nine years old. Dwight Powell, another nice player. He's thirty. So basically, these. Finney Smith and Dwight Powell have improved, but they're 29 and 30 years old. They got, what, two, three years left of really good basketball in them. And what you see is what you're going to get. You're not going to get anything more than that. Exactly. So there's not an option there really for Dallas. If I'm Brooklyn, I'm like, nah, I don't really want that. I don't don't want a bunch of B and C guys for an A-level guy, even though Kyrie Irving – is inconsistent and he's unreliable. When Kyrie Irving is playing, he's he's let's face it, he's he's an A player, right? Yeah, you know? yeah, I think so. I think so. But uh, so I don't know. I think I think Kyrie opted in to be honest with you because he doesn't want to take less money, and nobody fucking wants him because he's a pain in the ass. Because he might just be like, "Yo, I don't feel like playing for a month. I don't feel like playing." I, yeah. I don't. So I mean, he's got so many different, like, uh, you know, little things. It, it was last year it was, you know, the, the COVID vaccination. Yeah. And the year before that, it was, like, him just taking time off yeah. randomly. So, yeah, all those, like, nuances that come with signing someone like Kyrie, it's totally not worth it. I mean, look at some of the best players to ever play the game. Do you think they ever conducted themselves in that same manner? Your Michael oh, Jordans, yeah. your Kobe Bryants, you know always set themselves at a bar higher and acted in that manner. So I want to, I want to share this story real quick that I, that I was listening to, and it was Kevin McHale. And he was talking about this time that uh, him, you know, the Celtics were playing the Cavs and it was like in the mid eighties, like 84, 85, something like that. And they were flying commercial. This is, you know, back in the day, this is why I also talk about players in the eighties being tougher than players now because they flew commercial for the most part back in those days and took buses. They didn't get to fly on the Yeah, exactly. Prices. And if they didn't have a flight, they took buses. Exactly. So 
So the Celtics um, were flying from New Jersey to Cleveland. New Jersey had this big sandstorm, or not sandstorm, ice uh, snowstorm. Sorry, I said sandstorm, like they're in fucking Dubai. But they they had this big uh, snowstorm. And, and they were at the airport at 7 a.m. for the flight. And it got pushed back, it got pushed back, it got pushed back, it got pushed back. Finally, they leave around 2 o'clock in the afternoon to go to Cleveland. Well, it was snowing in Cleveland as well. And the bus driver was basically like, hey, there's not going to be enough time to take you guys to the to the hotel and then go to the stadium. So they're like, fuck it, we'll just go to the stadium, even though the game is not for like another four and a half, five hours. So think about this. They've been traveling since 7 a.m. It is now about to be like 7 p.m. and they have a game that night. And, and now they've been sitting around in the arena for like four and a half hours. Everybody's dragging ass. The coach tries to get give an inspirational speech. Larry Bird gets up and is like, look, man, I know we're all tired, but – Let's face it. Let's just take all of our aggression out on these fucking guys. You know, let's just take all and, – and, and he's like, let's go out and fuck them up, basically is what Kevin McHale said. And then Larry Bird was talking shit to one of the guys, and it was like, you know, he's like, I, don't take this personally, but he's like, I'm about to eat your lunch. He's like, I've eaten nothing but hot dogs all day, and I've been traveling for 12 fucking hours. And the Celtics went out and beat the Cavs by like 25 points that night. And like, do you think do you think if that had happened nowadays, the starters would all be sitting in the bench on street? Of course, of course. you you know what would happen? The moment that it was snowed out or whatever, they were like, all right, uh, well, I guess we're just not going to play. Go ahead, give me a DNP, and I'll catch you guys in the next game. You know, exactly. exactly. And then the coach is scrambling. Uh, you know, the twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth player on the bench is going to be playing. Right. Right. So, I mean, that's – I don't know. And we will get – I want to get to that, uh, too, here shortly because it adds into this whole new media thing that and, and J.J. Reddick's takes and, and some other stuff. But before we get to that, Kyrie does get traded. Is that the end of KD in Brooklyn? Will he seek to get traded? So, I saw an interesting post from Damien Lillard uh, a couple of days ago. He posted a picture of him and Kevin Durant both wearing Trailblazers jerseys. Um, I don't think something like that will happen, but I think Kevin Durant at that point is going to be like, all right, now he's already gotten the, you know, uh, moniker of being a team jumper just to get rings. Right. Might as well just continue it, you know. He probably will jump to the next team just to get another ring. You know? But he, he has to go – here's the thing. If he goes to a team like the Trailblazers, who have not won an NBA championship since the 70s with Bill Walton, or he goes to a team like, let's say, let's say he goes to, like, the Pelicans or some other place along those lines, right, where it's not a team that won 73 games and knocked him out of the playoffs that's already loaded, that's already won a championship, he would if he's still the alpha there, and not saying he would be the alpha in Portland because that's Dame's team, but I I think he would still get credit for a ring if he were to go to Portland and win a ring. I the thing is if, if Kevin Durant decides to go back to Golden State or he decides to go to Milwaukee or he decides to go to Philadelphia, he won't get that. Or even Miami for that matter, I would think. Even you know. Miami, you're right. Even Miami, he won't get that credit for winning a title that he, I think he wants. Because I know he's got two championship rings, but it feels like he's got zero because everybody's like, well, of course you want a ring because you joined a 73-win team. And they had you and Clay Thompson and Steph Curry and Draymond. But if he were to go to Dallas or Denver or the Pelicans or the Trailblazers, and win a championship, I think it would they would people would give him credit for winning a championship there. But I, I don't know. KD used to be, I thought, the clear cut second best player in the game, clear cut best. I maybe even overtaking LeBron at certain points. I I don't know if I see that anymore. I, I don't see it anymore. I see now now it being like. Giannis, man. I think Giannis has usurped Durant as the next guy. And I, 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 and I don't – I know the Bucks lost in seven to the Celtics in the second round. 
So it's kind of hard to, you know, but, and he's only got the one championship, but he, he's done it. He's done it. The, he's done it. I don't want to say it the right way, but he's done it. He's allowed Milwaukee to build the team around him. And he hasn't left and he hasn't tried to get, you know, three other superstars to join him in Milwaukee. Yeah. Granted, granted, you know, Middleton, you know, was someone that was on the team, you know, someone that was kind of grew with the team as he grew. Middleton also grew. Um, They were able to bring in Drew Holiday. They did a lot of good things in that sense, but I I think Giannis is still, if he doesn't win another ring in his career, that's going to be his, his knock. Yeah, probably. Yeah. As great of a player as he is, the knock's going to be like, in your era, of all the greats that you played against, you were only able to pull out one. Um, and then, you know, it's sad, but that's, that's the truth because once you – NBA is the only sport where we sit there and compare greats and rings. And the only other sport that we do it at is only at one position, and that's quarterback at the NFL level, right? If you look at Dan Marino – and you look at uh, uh, Tom Brady and you and, and John Elway, and you say, well, who's the best of those three? Oh, Tom Brady, because he's got six rings and he's played in nine Super Bowls. And then John Elway and then Dan Marino. And that might not be the case, but that's how people view it. Basketball is the only other sport that rings matter. Because if you're comparing offensive linemen or running backs, Emmitt Smith has more Super Bowls than Barry Sanders, but does anybody really think that Emmitt Smith was a better running back than Barry Sanders? Absolutely not. Emmitt Smith had the, had the uh, benefit of running behind monsters in the front. Exactly. And think same thing at defensive end. There might be a defensive end. Uh, Charles Haley. Charles Haley won three Super Bowls. Is he better than Reggie White who won one Super Bowl? No. Definitely not. And nobody compares that. Nobody nobody talks about Super Bowl rings. The only position in football that they compare Super Bowl rings is that quarterback. And then in baseball, in baseball, it's it, it, nobody talks about rings. Nobody says, well, Ken Griffey Jr. isn't one of the top five players of all time because he never won a championship. Nobody says that, right? And there's not a single soul who says Ken Griffey Jr. isn't a top five, top ten player of all time because he never won a World Series ring. And that's because in baseball, there's so many other factors. You've got eight other guys in the lineup that have to hit the ball. You've got pitchers. You've got relief pitchers. Nobody can compare rings in baseball. But in basketball, because it's five guys and one player can make so much of a difference, rings matter. And unfortunately for, for some guys, you know, like, like if Giannis wins just the one championship, he'll go down as an all-time great. But I don't I, – he won't crack that top. 10 level with just one championship. There's no, yeah. there's no possible. Yeah. No, no, I, I definitely I, I have to agree with you on that. I also think Giannis is a little old, man. He's 27, 28. He's only two years behind KD, two, three years behind KD. I don't I think, think – I thought he was 26 years old. Mm, take a look. I could be wrong. In December. So he'll be 28 he'll, – he'll actually be 28 this upcoming season. Okay, all right. So he's still only a couple years removed from yeah. Kevin Durant, and I don't know. I don't. I don't. He still doesn't have a shot, dude. He's only four years behind Durant. He still can't shoot free throws. You're right. right? So yeah. he can't shoot free throws. He hasn't developed a jumper in all these years that he's been with there. He's he's worked on the other things. You know, his, his paint game, his post moves, his um, defense, um, all these other things he's worked on. But the longevity. If he thinks at 35 he can teach himself a shot. I think he's sadly mistaken. He's going to lose his his athleticism, uh, all the other things that are going to help him. He's not going to have that thirty five, thirty six. You're right, because twenty five years ago he'd be a post player. Uh, yeah, and uh, twenty five years ago he'd be a post player off the bench until he got really good. Yeah, I don't know off the bench. I mean, I no, he'd be off. He bro, he'd be off the bench until he could show. Yeah, uh, he could show that he he's you know a force. You know, I would. I don't even then. I don't put them at a big level because yo, there's bigger guys out there, you know, yeah. that are that could bang with them too. So who knows? So uh, I don't see Giannis uh, guarding Shaq. If if you ask me that, I don't see it happening. Yeah, I think Shaq, Shaq will eat him up, bro. Shaq will eat him up for Shaq would 
Shaq would destroy the, all the defenders in the league right now, including Rudy Gobert. The three Rudy Gobert, Embiid, all of them. You take prime yeah. time Shaq, literally destruction is happening. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to get to this uh, new media, but I want to talk about uh, what Draymond Green said on his podcast. Draymond Green straight up came for Nick Wright, and he straight up came for Kendrick Perkins. I, I Obviously, we don't have the rights to the audio, so which I, I would love to have gotten – but we don't have the right to the audio to play it. But basically, Green went after Kendrick Perkins in a very personal, personal way. Uh, speaking on his podcast, the Warriors forward said of Perkins, you went from being an enforcer to a coon. Uh, coon is a very derogatory term for a black person, sometimes used to accuse someone of cozying up to white power structures. So Draymond called him a coon. Draymond is basically just like, dude, why, why you know, you played the game. Why are you stooping down to a Skip Bayless-type level when you actually played the game? And, like, this went straight for him. And then, basically, Kendrick responds with a, you know, the hell are you talking about? Didn't you just win your fourth championship? Why do you care so much about me? Why are you mad? And then, um, it's just like, you know, he came back at him. This is super personal now. Draymond Green is one of these new people that's like J.J. Redick, who's like, oh, we're the new media now, and we want old players to be uh, be out there because we know what we're talking about. We played the game at the highest level. And I think this new media thing drives me crazy because it's a bunch of butt-hurt former players who don't want to yep. take – Yep, totally agree with you, 110% agree with you. The people that, uh, you know, are your, your Reddicks, you know, your, your Perkins, those – they should, you know, they should honestly stick to what they were good at. They have not taken any professional, you know, public speaking classes, media class, and none of those things. They don't. They're not in the industry even. And it takes time. It takes time for them. If Jay Reddick had retired, let's say five years ago, maybe eight years ago, and he's been doing podcasts for the last eight years, I'd be like, okay, you know, it makes sense. You've been in the media for X amount of time. You see how it's structured. You can give your own point of view. He's been around, what, two years, a year and a half, maybe? He started doing his podcast when he was playing, too. Yeah, just recently. But, and, you know, he's always talking about, like, oh, well, I don't like how the players of this generation get talked down to by the old players. Well, it goes back to what you and I were talking about, that the new players now would sit out if they'd been traveling for 12 hours and were stuck in a snowstorm. The new players have load management. The new players – want to all team up together and be hunky-dory. You know, so, yeah, I think some of the criticism that's leveled at new at the at this generation of NBA players is warranted. I, I don't, and I don't want to hear bigger, stronger, faster, more athletic. You, you missed me with that bullshit because I think Tracy McGrady, who played, what, 20, 20 years? He can play in any era. He can play in any era. He yep. can play in any era. Michael Jordan could play himself with these fucking rules, and he would average 35, 40 points a game. If Michael Jordan was in his prime, with the rules they have now, Jordan, I have no doubt, would average at least 35 a game. At minimum. And what, you know, what makes it even crazier is that let's go ahead and give Jordan all the perks that this era's players have. So it's yeah. not just the shooting – it's not just not, not that the ticky tack fouls. It's the ability to be like, hey, listen, LeBron, come play with me. Hey, yeah. listen, whoever, blah, 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 Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, let me play with you. He has, he's privy to do those yeah. things as well. Yeah. And, that, and, and, if, and if he ran it at that level, bro, I would see him going past 11 championships. He would just jump and grab stars and do whatever he wanted. And you know what? In his head, he'd be like, all I, all I need to do is beat Phil Russell's record. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. And, 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 you know, I don't really have a problem with Draymond kind of coming after Nick Wright because we all know he Oh, I don't like Nick Wright, so good good job, Draymond, for that one. But, you know, he's coming after all these people. Draymond, dude, he's, he's butthurt all the fucking time. And so is Kevin Durant. All these guys are hypersensitive. They don't like Charles. Draymond Green, how many times has he fought with Charles Barkley about shit? Over, like, the dumbest things. It's all, it's all the time. And you know what, Draymond, I, I don't care about the rings. 
you put Charles Barkley in his prime with Stephen Clay, he'd have four rings. Oh, 100%. 100%. I see we got Josh on the show now. About time, man. I thought you said you were going to join about 8.10, homie. Well, you see what happened was is when you work retail in a sales environment, you get customers that call you, and unfortunately it's a sale, and you got to take that call, man. Got to make that money, oh. bro. Yeah, I got you. I got you here. Well, we, we covered pretty much all the uh, all stuff the, that uh, makes you uncomfortable. So, uh, oh, about Kyrie now signing with the Nets. Well, potentially, we'll see. He opted into his contract. Yeah. we'll see if he gets it in. So, yeah, I've seen that. Sure and he tw- he tweeted or he posted something like, "I'm on I'm on me" or something, and everybody just went crazy about it. Yeah. You know what would, be, what would be hilarious? What would be hilarious is after he opted in, the the, the Nets find a way to swap him and John Wall. Okay. Say peace. <laughs> send, him, send his ass to like send his ass to like Orlando or like or like for people. <laughs> That's like Alcatraz for a person the NBA. Gosh, that is uh, super loud here. <laughs> All right. Uh, what other what other uh, franchise would be considered like the bottom of the barrel? Kings, send them to the Kings, bro. Sacramento Kings, one hundred percent. That is the fucking. Person. And take the Aaron Fox as a, as a you know as a swap. <laughs> Seriously. All right, all right. So moving on to our second segment. Uh, I, I don't want to talk about Roe versus Wade and how every, and what our thoughts on it are. What I want to ask you guys, Josh and Sam, and this is this is something I was thinking about last night, is did the Republican Party make a mistake by reversing Roe versus Wade too early? And what I'm, why I'm saying that is Congress elections are happening this November. There's about I think they like 65 percent of the congressional seats are up for reelection this this November, okay? Then we obviously have the presidential election two years from now, 2024. By doing this early, Joe Biden then came out and he said, look, we're going to try to codify this in Congress, which honestly they should have done years ago if they really wanted this to become, uh, you know. Yeah, why let it get go so far to the yeah, point where it's approved and signed, and then you're going to be like, oh, yeah, well, manage it right and they waited too long but regardless then Biden's like well if it doesn't pass in congress now you need to go out and vote and you need to get out there and vote meaning i i have been looking at this as with inflation biden's tanking popularity the fact that COVID is still going on all this other shit that the republicans had a great chance to basically take over congress take over senate then take over the white house come uh 2024 now that they've overturned Roe versus Wade, I think you're going to see a rush of people from minority communities, uh, specifically Hispanic and black communities, get out and vote and vote of office. So was this a misstep by the Republicans to have the Supreme Court overturn it at this time and not waiting till after the November elections when maybe more the the Republicans could have taken over Congress and made sure that this doesn't get codified and then uh, possibly get unseated in the elections? I I would say it's it's not going to have effect on on people as much as you think it's going to. I think – more women care about the economy, gas prices, food prices, than they do abortion right now. That's the I think that's the biggest thing, and I think this is just like something, a smoke and mirrors type thing. Let's get everybody's attention here, but what's really going on in the background, you know? Let's, let's hide the, the fact that we have this high inflation. Gas prices are $5. They're only going to continue going up. There's a lot of fighting within the Democratic Party going on right now. Biden came out and said, hey, I want this gas tax free. Nancy Pelosi said, no, we don't want that. Why is your Speaker of the House and President going back and forth about high gas prices? It should be just done. 
I, so I, don't I have to gonna, disagree I don't with it, one thing, Josh. I have to just. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that it's a non-issue with females. I think it's an issue, and I think as a result of this kind of decision, you'll see population migration from pro-choice to pro. I mean, pro-life to pro-choice, and pro-choice to pro-life states. Um, as you turn uh, more not, and more towards the states allowing the choice of either abortion or or whatever the case is, right? So, I think. You know, again, our our country was founded on on the on the on the basis that the states kind of govern themselves, and you have an overall governing body to overlook it, but the states still have rights, right? So, I I kind of see that moving with a lot of federal mandates, like moving now in that direction. You know, medical marijuana, abortion. There's a plenty of other things that make that those ballots where states are saying, well, we are saying it's okay to do this. Yeah, I, I'm not saying it's not an issue at all. I, I wasn't saying it, it's not an issue. I'm just – the only thing I was saying, I think when it, the midterms comes, I don't think it's going to be that – I don't think it's going to sway many people's minds. Is That's just my opinion on that. But, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think there's a lot of issues with with everything. I mean, let's just say what happened a year and a half ago when all these women came out uh, when they are about to get fired from their jobs – there are a lot of conservative women who said, it's my body, my choice. Everybody's seen it on the news. All these nurses were getting fired if they didn't get the vaccine. Now it comes to all the liberals coming out. It's my body, my choice. So, but they're the ones who were chastising, doing all this to the conservative women when they didn't want to get a vaccine, when they said my body, my choice. It wasn't their body. It wasn't their choice. They just should shut up and just do what they want, what they're told. Now it comes to something else of an issue. Now it's my body, my choice again. But Yeah, but I, same, I have a real huge problem. I have a huge problem in comparing uh, abortion and reproductive rights to a vaccine with a disease that was killing millions of people and that nobody knew anything about that still no. frankly. I one hundred percent agree with that. I'm not. I'm not saying. All I'm saying is, we we us as a society, we like to say one thing, but then six months down the road, we change it. We change it up a little bit. Now the conservative women, they're the ones who saying, "Hey, it's my body, my choice. I can do this." But now you're against abortion. Well, these women, they have a. It's their body, their choice. It's the same thing. You want it. They want it. It's the same damn thing. It's a woman's body. Let them choose the what they want to do. Of, I, I think the ramifications of that choice are completely different, right? You know, you have uh, the a, a option to take a vaccine and go to work and possibly not get sick uh, versus, you know, something going wrong, you know, uh, during your pregnancy or even worse, you know, not being able to keep the baby when you want uh, – not being able to, to abort the baby when – you wanted that because it was like a uh, rape or something like that. That matter, right? No, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm 100. I, I don't think agree I don't with everything. Like the vac- yeah, the vaccination topic though. I think it falls purely on the medical, whereas this is like kind of like a moral decision, really. Well, not always though. Real quick, and I don't want to completely go into this whole discussion about this, but the biggest thing for me is not just, not just. Which is very, it's like 2%, you know, it's not a high percentage of abortion resulting in rape or incest. But the biggest concern for me is when you have these medical things that happen where you're five, six months pregnant, and then you realize that the baby has a severe defect, which is going to cause it to die before it even turns two years old, or or the or the organs never developed, that, the, their vital organs that never developed that are supposed to be there. You have to carry that baby uh, among other medical things. Sorry, Josh, I gotta. Uh, along with other medical things that could happen that's not just rape or incest or these kind of specific situations because we can see it all the time a a baby is is scanned uh, while it's in the womb it has certain issues you get told 
uh, there's a very low percentage chance for it to live or it's going to die within the first year or some of these other things. And then the family has to carry that. They have to, to give the birth. They have to, you know, go through with it knowing that this child is going to die in six months, maybe maybe a year. And so, I, but regardless, I, I agree with Josh on some of the things he says, and I, I'm just kind of curious how much of an impact it will have come November. We will see. But, Sam, you said it. They're trying to give power back to the states. Well, what is happening in November, the congressional seats? These are state power. So if a bunch of people come out and vote Democrats uh, and push Republicans out of power in certain states because more people showed up that want some of these rights, then, uh, then I think it was a huge step to do with this early, to reverse this decision before November. But we will see how things play out because I know people aren't happy with Biden and, and shit right now. So what's going to be interesting? November in certain places. Um, moving on. Um, did you guys hear about the uh, subway sandwich? The, the subway shooting uh, because uh, the dude killed two employees because the sandwich was made wrong. What kind of sandwich was it? Just out of curiosity. So, so I'm looking here. I'm looking here, and it, they get, apparently the dude had the the, hand, the sub had. The, the sub had too much mayo. Uh, it was in Atlanta. Um, so the dude shot, a subway employee was fatally shot, and another worker was critically injured after an argument with the customer about too much mayo on the sandwich. It, I mean, so they got the meat right, they got the veggies right, they got everything else right but the mayo. Yeah, and there's something wrong with the sandwich that made him so upset that he decided to shoot the employees. Damn, he must have been having a real bad day, dude. Dude. He must have been having a terrible day for him to unload all, all, because of extra mayo. I'm telling you, man, he's 36 years old. Are, you know, he's, he's are like, we sure it was saying, extra mayo? That's what it's saying here. That That's what it's saying in, in these reports that I'm it, reading. It, it wasn't that, an extra shot of uh, something other other stuff? That's why? I, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if, 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 the, if the subway employee did that, there's a good chance that they would never have that franchise open again. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, apparently – the subway, uh, one of the employers, the, the the kid, one of their kids was there, and they shoved their five-year-old son underneath the counter when the shooting broke out. So, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's crazy to me that you got this dude who, uh, <laughs> who's so mad that, that he's got people over the sandwich. So, that's uh, that's some crazy shit to me. That's like you hear. I mean, but we're seeing that we're seeing that every day anymore. Just somebody shooting somebody for no damn reason. I know. So, so I mean, let me ask you really a question. Did, were they making? Do, do you know if they were making the sandwich live there? Was it ready for him to pick up? Or was I, it door dashed? I, I feel like he ate part of the sandwich, and that's how he knows too much mayo. Wait, if, if you're standing there and watching the guy make the sandwich, and you see him putting too much mayo, aren't you going to say something to him? Maybe. Yeah. That that could be a that could be that's true too. Like, yeah. That that. Uh, you're right. He was making the sandwich, and it escalated about the amount of mayonnaise that was put on the sandwich. But Dude, I just would have—I would have asked—I would have asked for another sandwich. What the hell is wrong yeah. with this guy? But did the employee that. start giving the customer mouth? Like, it, what, did it become like an argument? Yeah, that's I kind guess of what I, I would look at. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I just <laughs> so how it works is that you get your sandwich right as if you watch it being made, and then if you go up to the front, you pay for it. If you don't like it, you don't pay for it, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, it's similar to if Chipotle. It doesn't look, I mean, it looks like it has too much mayo. You just say, "I'm not going to pay for it because it has too much mayo." Make me another sandwich. <laughs> I don't get I, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of just like Chipotle when yeah. when they stiff you on the chicken or on the steak. You're like. Oh, my God, oh, it's the great. worst, dude. I, I even asked the guy. There was a couple times, Josh, I was just like, dude, can you just put, like, one more scoop of fucking steak or chicken in there for me, please? And the guy's just like, I'm going to have to charge you extra. Five extra and I'm like, what? For it now. what? You have to charge me extra for four pieces of meat? 
Yeah, what you, what you got to do is you, you do a half and half, and after you after you say uh, you get that one scoop of chicken or steak, oh yeah, I want to I want to do steak too. You want double? Nope. Just do a half and half. Half and half. There you go. There's the trick. So I've done There's that. And you got a full. You actually get a full. Scoop. That's the trick. I see. Life hacks from Josh Carell. <laughs> go. I, that's what happens when you have a Chipotle right next to your work. There you go. <laughs> All right, so last thing here before we move on here. Uh, Top Gun became the 50th movie to pass $1 billion. And if you haven't seen it, it's well worth it. Fantastic movie. I, know, I, know that I haven't seen Tom it yet. Don't ruin it. I won't ruin it. I haven't it seen it. I'm not going to watch it. Tommy's like, what are you going to have? Oh, it is on Plex? Maverick, World on Plex. Yeah. I'm like, when they come out, okay? Guy, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not AMC. <laughs> Tommy will slip you a handy every once in a while. Come on. There you go. There you go. Oh, all right. So a couple quick updates. I don't have all the matchups put up on the poll, and obviously these won't be final until Friday. But I wanted to call out a couple interesting developments here, okay? First, Michael Irvin is currently leading number one seed Stephen A. Smith in most annoying media personality. He has 55% of the vote. How is that possible? What? Who the hell likes Stephen A. Smith out there? I don't know, but I, I think the people just feel like Michael Irvin is more annoying than Stephen A. Smith. See, those people wow. that are watching Stephen A. Smith, they they've forgotten all those – you know, the past with Skip Bayless and everything else. That's what happened. Probably. Well, that and, Probably. I mean, half the time Stephen A. Smith doesn't even know what fucking sport player he's talking about, if they play baseball or if they fucking play football. I mean, it's pretty sad that he has to have somebody that tells him all the time. Oh, no, dude, you're talking about football <laughs> you know, you right know what's now. Funny? You know what's funny? Me and, me and Mike had this conversation not too long ago. I think the Stephen A. Smiths of the, of the world, your Skip Baylesses, all these Michael Irvins, they're looking for any take that'll catch them attention. It doesn't matter whether oh, they yeah. believe it or not. It does, they, yep. they don't care whether they believe it or not, as long as the take garners attention. Yeah. And then the other. Yeah, I mean, you got you got to take other, it to make it. Yeah. Hey, the can other, we start taking can we start taking some hot takes to get people's attention on this show? We need to. We, we can start in segment three. But the other one that I thought was a little uh, somewhat surprising is that. Desmond Howard, even though he was favored over Mel Kuyper, the fact that Desmond Howard has 85% of the vote right now, I thought that one would be a little bit closer, but Desmond Howard clearly getting a lot of hate right now. So those were two. That's because he's from Michigan. That's true. That is true. That's That's probably why. Not many people like Michigan. Nobody likes Michigan except for those that have to live in Michigan. Right, Sam? Oh, yeah, bro. I love New Jersey. I, I don't give a fuck about Michigan. I mean, no, I do. I do. I, I, I like it out here. I like the Midwest swing, but yeah, I'm Jersey 100%, man. But you're, you're not a Michigan Wolverine fan. That's that's what I'm talking about. Hell no, bro. Absolutely Exactly. Not. Exactly. Bro, so let me tell you a funny story, both of you guys. When when uh, I was working at U of M when Harbaugh uh, – first joined uh, as coach and uh, it was I was working in the summertime and the, do you remember there was a, a picture right before the season started of, of him pounding beers at a frat house yeah I, I walked yes, past that I frat house that. on the way to my, on, on the way to the, the parking lot nice. where I parked my car and I saw him standing on the on the balcony I'm like what is going on you guys are acting like it's Michael fucking Jackson up there like I couldn't cut it as a coach in the NFL or a player so I don't know. Oh, oh that's a little. Oh, cut. no. He could cut what? it. As a I don't. I don't think he gets. I don't think he deserves the accolades that people give him. Frankly, I think he's a decent coach. He'll he'll always get you into the playoffs, but maybe maybe not. He's always a Cinderella, or whatever. He's always. I mean, why would you want to take someone like that? Right, in my opinion, gets you right there. But then he's there for the next five years, getting you right there again for five years. Saying he couldn't cut it as a Money. player is a little tough when he lasted in the league for 14 years. 
That's, okay. That's, that's fine, fine, fine. Okay, maybe he made it as a player, but I'm okay. That's fine. I don't like the guy. Bottom line. Okay. All right. That's no, I mean, I don't. I don't like him. Is that he wasn't a great quarterback by any imagination? But any time a player can stick in the league for ten plus years, they have a good pro career, right? Like, so you're gonna say Chase Chase Daniels? Chase Daniels is a legitimate pro. Yeah. Hey, all I know is Jim Harbaugh was one Hail Mary away from winning to go to that Super Bowl. In 1995. Yeah. 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 Yep. I cried. This this last segment, man, there was nothing to talk about, so I feel like we should just scrap the last segment and just throw hot takes out there at each other for the the next 12 minutes. I would say why not. All I gotta right? say is just call I, I did pick the abs to win. Take. I told you the abs were gonna win. I told you Colorado. They were they the did. Team to beat. I don't but I don't care about hockey. That's the thing. I I can't even talk about it. Yeah, it, so they ended the dynasty, I guess, in Tampa Bay, who had won two straight Stanley Cups until now. Although I will say this, the thirty for thirty on the Avs Red Wings rivalry back in the nineties. Oh dude, that was awesome. I watched that. That thing was amazing. It was amazing. Oh, that was such a good – that was when the Red Wings were on top of the world, man. They were so yep. good. They've been building now for five years. They fucking suck now. Longer than that. They, yeah, they've kind of taken – Dude, they haven't been prevalent in like eight, eight nine years. Put it down the drain. Yeah, they, they've completely gone down the drain. They, they're not anything special now. And then it's like, who the fuck wants to do MLB power rankings? Does anybody fucking care? Nah, I don't really care. Dude, it's not even an all-star break. Nobody cares. The, the Yankees are probably going to win it this year. They're 53 and 20. But hey, all I say if, we, if we're going to talk about the Yankees, go hooray for the fucking Astros. Took them three pitchers, but no hit the Yankees. How hard yeah. is that? Are we sure the Astros weren't cheating at the time when they knew? Uh, yeah, I was going to say something right now. I mean, they could have been, but I mean, we can say the same thing about the Yankees. I mean, they were pretty much yeah. cheating the same time. No, when were the Yankees? No, ever- the Yankees were never, never mentioned in any of the signing scandals, none of the cheating scandals. They were not mentioned. Oh, my frere. Yes, they were. They were. They had. Uh, they had the same technology that Boston was using with that uh, thing they were talking about. If you read carefully, they took it out of use two years while Boston continued to use it. Correct. Yeah. Just so but you're they aware had of that. It. They were. They were. They were cheating a little bit. You if, ain't, if they, they had cheated the right way, they would have won like the Astros or the Fox. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so they're really bad cheaters. Really I guess so. they're very We're bad cheaters. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say something? And this might make me hugely unpopular. I hate the fucking Fourth of July. I hate the Fourth of July. I, I'm a I'm an old curmudgeon, and you know why I hate it. Right? That's why. I, Okay, it's because I have young kids, and jackasses are shooting off fireworks until twelve thirty, one o'clock in the morning, and there's a high probability that my kids are gonna wake up. Well, you're fucking uh, un-American, goddammit. Yeah, I, maybe. I'm just kidding. Maybe, but I, I listen. I, I love Fourth of July. I absolutely I do too. love it. It's. I think it's. I, I, it's, it's, I, it's yeah. Every time Fourth of July come, comes around, I'm like. What a time to be alive, man. <laughs> you fucking asshole. It's, it's people like Josh setting off fireworks, drinking beer till 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, see, that's what I would like to do. I'd like to be one of those guys that's lighting <laughs> shit up at 2 o'clock in the morning and still drinking beer, you know? So so I, I, I don't partake in that. I'll, I'll let off fireworks to about 12, 12 o'clock. And that's only if I had still some left. I mean, I don't I – don't, like the guys that shoot it off whenever they want to, um, because I've got young kids too. They're in bed, but I know it's that time of year, so I already expect it. So I kind of start start preparing my house that way. But no, I, I think Fourth of July is probably one of the funnest times. Uh, you you get together with friends, family, grill out, and you have a really good time with them. Now. A couple of years ago, we had a Fourth of July party, and that one turned out a little, little uh, rocky. 
ended up uh, they're talking they're talking politics. Ended up being a fight. We got the fight taken oh. care of. We started the fireworks show back up. One of the fireworks tipped over, started shooting everywhere. Uh, hit hit me in the back of the leg. Came up in the air, went off, kind of burned a little bit on my face. But I still love it. I'll still do the same shit. Sounds like a pretty successful Fourth of July, bro. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. You you, that, you, that you was, didn't yeah. you, you didn't catch a you, you didn't catch I didn't, a, I didn't blow any fingers off. I didn't die. I oh, got a little burn. Jason Pierre Paul. Jason, Jason Pierre Paul. You didn't yeah. pull a JPP, so you're good to go. <laughs> exactly. But no, I I love. Did I ever I tell love. you guys I met him? I met JPP at the airport in, in three, uh, three fingers. Yeah, yeah. I gave him a handshake and he, I was like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> Now, Imagine uh, taking it would be a lot like taking the hand of Chubb uh, from uh, Chubb Peterson from Matthew Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but I'm not gonna so, lie. But, it, was um, J- it, it was because of JPP that I actually made my flight back to Detroit because I was coming back from Columbia, and Fort Lauderdale had like all these crazy lines, and I was asking people in front of me. I'm like, listen, my flight's in like 20 minutes. Is there any way I can get before you? A lot of people were letting me through. And then the security guard comes by, like fucking, uh, you know, customs comes by. He's like, you can't do that. And that's when Jason, uh, JPP was like, what do you mean he can't do that? He has to catch a flight. Everyone make way. Everyone just made way, and I just walked right in. Great. Nice. Sam, let me ask you a question as we divert a little bit to fantasy, but not football, which we'll get to in a minute here. I want to start up a dynasty NBA league. Do you think we could? You have enough friends that we could pull that off, like an eight-team dynasty A league? I, I think it's possible, but the problem is you're going to have like such little attention come football season. You might almost be like you need hardcore basketball fans to be part of the dynasty. Basketball. Like the guys, like for instance, when football ended for me, I religiously jumped into watching basketball. I was watching. West Coast, 10.30 games, it didn't matter to me. Um, I was still watching them. And I had no problem doing that because I genuinely love basketball. Any, I'll watch anything that's sports-related pretty much. So um, all of them have to, like, really, really love basketball and care about it deeply. That's true. It's, because basketball, it's like, you, you know how basketball is. I won my league this year, but, like, you have to change it daily. Right? You do, just like I do with my baseball right now. Baseball is another bitch. It's 162 it's games. Holy shit. Baseball gets me going, though, because it's basically ending by the time football started. So it gets me through for a lot uh, a lot of that. But my team this year, I came in with super high hopes. I thought I drafted a real solid team, but I've been injury-riddled all fucking season. So anyway. Why haven't they come out with Fantasy College yet? They have. They do. It's on Yahoo. Oh, I had no I idea that. Why don't we do a Fantasy College sucks. Football League, Lou? What the hell? We could, we, we could. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm gonna enjoy kick. I'm gonna enjoy kicking your ass twice, though. Kicking your ass in the dynasty league, maybe three times if you invite me to that other league you're in. But maybe three times, dynasty league, your league, and then our league. Uh, I'm just gonna enjoy just fucking ramrodding you all season, dude. I ramrodded you until the fucking playoffs. You got fucking lucky. You didn't face me the next week. <laughs> Fucking that's what, that's what douchebag. Who doesn't win championships, all right? Mr. I, I'm, I'm the five-time, five-time, five-time league champion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and how many times have you used uh, somebody else's account? Once? Never. Not once. One, one time. Twice. One time. One time, 12 years ago. Uh, Quit bringing up old shit, and, and that was, oh, that was, that was a win number foul, one. Bro. That's a party foul, bro, Mike. That's, that's number up. one. Who's accounting you? Now you're only no. a four times. Bastard guy. <laughs> <laughs> long time ago. I got a anyway. friend in Texas. Hey, can we talk? I got to draft his team <laughs> for him. <laughs> can we? Can we? Uh, can we talk a little WWE before before uh, we get close? Oh to yeah. Riddle Riddle's in the money in the bank. He just won the Riddle yeah, money in the that's bank. That's exactly what I want to ask you, Josh. What do you What do you think about that? Oh, I, I, fucking Riddle should be fucking WWE champion right now. He's got he's got the backing right now. Uh, you got Roman like Reigns, him. who's a part timer. Yeah. I, you I don't you like don't Riddle. like Riddle? I hate him. Fuck him and his bare feet, man. I hate that shit. <laughs> well, got no, I'm, 
I mean, but the, the WWE, they they don't realize what they got, and they they become stale, and that's why people don't like watching them all the time. Um, I mean, you got KO. KO is did the whole Stone Cold Steve Austin. He didn't need he didn't need Austin there to to ramp that fight up. He did it himself until WrestleMania. The whole thing with the uh, Ezekiel Elias thing. That's fucking yeah. money. It's gold. Kevin Owens is one of your. So Mike, I was going to ask you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, what I'm going to say is John Cena returns to Raw, so because of course WWE has to bring in an old star. But what was kind of cool was seeing Paul White and Daniel Bryan on WWE Raw uh, on a video thing congratulating John Cena's 20-year anniversary, even though they're both on AEW. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Well, that's because uh, yeah. Daniel Bryan was almost his brother in law. So I could see that one. True. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you guys, by the, by the way, did you, any of you, I haven't watched it yet, but did any of you watch the AEW Forbidden Door pay per view? Uh, it's all up on Flex, uh, but I haven't watched it yet. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't watched it yet, but I, from what I read, it was a phenomenal show. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, but, so, Mike, I mean, uh, August 26th, August 26th, SmackDown is here in Detroit at Little Caesars. Tickets really? are like 30, yeah, the tickets are 35 bucks, man. Dude, I'd, I'd like to go. I'd like to get a speed. I'd like to get, but that's the day before my birthday, so I don't know if I'm going to be able right. to make that birthday party, I guess. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make that work or not. Uh, we'll see. Um, so that's like, you, it's okay. Well, you're just turning 55. It's not a big deal. Wow. Dude, I, look younger, I look younger than you, man, and you're younger than I am. So let's, let's, not, let's not throw shade over here. All right, tough guy. <laughs> who's, got, who's got more gray hair? Dude, have you seen the side of his head? Exactly. That's what <laughs> or I'm like his sideburns. Have you seen his sideburns lately? <laughs> I'm going for the He's using that just for men, isn't he? <laughs> Bro, I'm sure he's got like a, a, a yearly package with him or something. I'm going for the Polly Walnuts look. That's what I'm going sure for. Sure you are, old man. <laughs> well, oh, no, Sam, I'm, I'm turning 37 know. this Friday. This yeah, coming Friday, I'm going to turn 37, and that's age, you know? Damn, youngin'. Yeah, you're coming into in town this weekend, right? Uh, I was. I, I got I to gotta check. I got to check with family. So Sam, why, why don't you come down board, when, uh... <laughs> I can't. It's broken. <laughs> Figure it out. Call Josh. <laughs> Hand out handies for all I care. Oh, geez. yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Well, you know what? We got what about? We got about a minute thirty left. Any more? I, I'm sorry. I don't like Riddle. As we were talking about that, and I kind of got us derailed. He's going to money in the I would like I, I don't I don't like him. He doesn't he doesn't move the needle for me. And I felt the say you know what, that does doesn't always mean anything because I hated John Cena when he was a doctor of thugonomics. I fucking hated yep. him. And that you no, know, because I was so into the rock and Stone Cold and Kurt Angle and I was like, Who the fuck is this guy? Uh, this fucking cheap Marky Mark wannabe. And now and, and we got Riddle who I'm like, oh, all right, fine but he comes in in bare feet and fucking I don't know, man. I to me, if you want to put the title on someone. Let Kevin Owens run with it again. He he was great as a champion. I let Seth Rollins run. Give it back to AJ Styles, man. Uh, if you're looking for a young dude who who could benefit uh, from fucking carrying the title, I, I dude, I, I I don't know, man. Uh, no, I, I'll tell you one. Go ahead. I'll tell you one thing that I I did not like with WWE is that whole that whole triple threat match with uh, Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. You know what? You had Seth Rollins come out, shake his hand, and then walk away. That was the perfect time to turn Seth Rollins back to a face, and people would have started loving him. And then they could have had that whole thing with him and Roman Reigns and getting the title. That was set up perfectly. But, nope, they went the other way and just 
Captain McGill, like, that's so stupid. That was a perfect time to do it. Yeah. Oh, WWE. Just the sinking ship at this point, I think. So. Well, but it sounds like uh, Triple H is back the- down at NXT, so hopefully that yeah. gets better again. We'll see. We will see what happens. But that is all the time we got uh, on this Monday show. Friday, we're going to have a fun show. Uh, we got um, – we'll reveal our uh, the first round uh, winners for the uh, bracket. Uh, I was hoping – I'm hoping to get the eight on the show um, that we had. Um, I was hoping to get them on today, but I couldn't coordinate it. Um, so probably the Monday after July 4th, uh, we'll get that person on. Uh, we should have some more guests rolling in. Uh, but thanks to our listeners. Uh, you know, uh, we're going to try to come up with some fun content, maybe just throw out random hot takes. Maybe it'll go viral. Who knows? So, uh, but we will be back on Friday with the frame. Everybody, listen. Yeah, I'm